Let's go on an adventure through multi-level marketing. Let's go on an adventure with Jess. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to Just Unfiltered. I'm your host, Jess, obviously. Okay, I just wanted to see how fast I could do that intro. Obviously, pretty fast. That's impressive, right? Okay, this is Arbon subreddit part three. I just did not know there was so much content out there to make three parts of this. Now, in theory, I would love to go through every single, every single, <laughs> every single subreddit for all of these MLMs. I want to go through the Monate, the Color Street. I want to go through the Facebook groups for them. We'll get there one day, but this hopefully will be my last Arbon one because you guys are probably sick of Arbon. You're probably like, you know what, Jessica, can we focus on something else? But you guys all know that Arbon is on my list of top worst MLMs. We all have that one. We all have that one that just really grinds our gears. It really butters our croissant. No, it doesn't butter our croissant. It does the opposite. It unbutters our croissant. For me, that's Arbon. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so before we get into that, though, I do want to share two things and they are related to multi-level marketing. So the first one, uh, I'm in this like Facebook group and it's for like anti-MLM stuff. And somebody posted this photo and her name is Melina. I want to credit her, Melina. And she posted this picture and it says, my sis saw this and yelled, wait, I need to add that to your anti-MLM group spotted in the wild. And it's a photo of a Ford Freestyle and it says facility, Felis- oh, that's sorry. That's her name, Felicity. <laughs> facility. It's kind of hard to read because like it's like it looks like the word facility, but it's like not the highest quality image. Felicity, and then her last name, and it says Color Street, 100% real nail polish strips. Unleash your nailderness. N a i l d e r n e s s. Unleash your nailderness. <laughs> and somebody in the comment section put. Please explain what unleashing your nail derness is. LOL. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. It's just like, it just like doesn't even make sense. Okay. So this next post from the group, I think it's from the same group. Let's, let's double check. Oh no, 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 no. It's from a different anti-MLM group on Facebook. This girl named Lisa posted a screenshot of this post. And so I'm going to read the screenshot now. It says, quote, Girl Scouts are the ultimate direct sales model and none of us are hating on them. Upcharging those little boxes of deliciousness and we gladly accept it. We line up for some thin mints and Samoas like we lining up for Black Friday sales. We strategically plan our errand route because we know that corner store always has a troop set up and is selling this time of year. For cookies, y'all, I can buy Keebler Coconut Dreams for half the price at Walmart, but those dang cute Girl Scout smiles. And yes, honey, I'll buy 10 boxes of Thin Mints to show you that working hard and asking again after you've heard no over and over is what separates the successful people in this world. So keep pushing forward, sister, and take my money and add three boxes of do-si-do's while you're at it. People, why do we love Girl Scouts and their cookies so much, but hate on all other forms of direct sales? We encourage our girls in this form of entrepreneurship, then bash grown women or men who attempt it through adulthood. Why? Think about it, please. The next time you find yourself in the candle section at Target, or at the makeup counter in Dillard's, or at the cleaning section in Walmart, why does every fiber of you resent the woman who asked you if you'd like to try her lip gloss, yet you happily accept it from the rep behind the counter at Macy's? 
they're both doing the same thing. Our mindset has to change. This year, consider supporting your direct sales friend and then the rest is cut off. So before I read a couple of these comments on here, um, first of all, Girl Scouts are not like, like no one said anything's wrong with direct sales. Like there's nothing inherently wrong with it. You know, it's no different than like buying a car from a car salesperson. Obviously, there are some good people out there that are car salesmen, but there are also some sleazy car salesmen. So finding a good, you know, direct sales rep is important. Um, but also, you know, th- and, and I don't think that technically car salesmen are direct sales representatives, like technically, because they, you know, work for like the dealer in the deal. Like, I don't, I don't think that dealerships, or I don't think car companies are allowed to own their own dealerships. Like I think Tesla had actually gotten in trouble for that. Anyway, so like the point is, is like just because you sell something, direct sales, like there's nothing wrong with that. It's the multi-level marketing structure and girls, Girl Scouts don't have that. Like they, they don't have a recruitment model where they get paid money to recruit people. Like that's not how that works. Okay, they're trying to raise money by selling these boxes and then taking a percent of the commission. Like that's literally no different than going to Walmart or wherever else. Like, you know, somewhere... Down the, there's a whole supply chain of entities and of people who are taking a small cut of that product and have a small margin of it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't compare, like I said in my last episode, apples to potatoes, okay? You can't compare Girl Scout cookies to multi-level marketing companies when they're not even remotely the same thing. Just because you both sell products doesn't even, no. Okay. Anyway, so a couple of these comments, one girl named Hannah said, little girls selling cookies for a fundraiser is not a predatory multi-level marketing. As much as I'm annoyed at how little girl scouts get back per box for the price, I suppose they do have that in common. Another person named Blaine says, spending $99 for endless stress so you can get a Cadillac, question mark, or $4 a box so some kids can roast some s'mores and plant flowers. Yeah, I'll take a case. Half s'mores, half lemonades. Thank you. Another person said, named Hannah said, this is gross. That is, this is teaching little girls life skills and not confidence, not peddling your stupid fake jewelry or overpriced wax melts. Try to come at Girl Scouts again and you can catch these hands because they're rated E for everybody. All righty. Let's get in to the rest of the Arbon stuff. I'm going to try not to make this episode 30 minutes. I've recorded like an hour's worth of podcasting today, podcasts, and... You know, I just, we're just, we're going to power through it. Okay. So uh, let's, let's read a couple more of these comments. And then I'm going to go to another post, a girl talking about how she lost a friend of 20 years due to Arbon. So one person in this comment section, if you didn't listen to part two, there was a person, OP, original poster was asking, is it worth my time to get into Arbon?" And you have a bunch of anti-MLMers in here saying like, no, it's pyramid scheme. And then there's a bunch of Arboners and MLM huns saying like, no, it's not a pyramid scheme. So one of the comments on here is by a person named Nikki. And they say, oh my gosh, please do some fact checking. A pyramid scheme? It is a legit MLM. It is what it is. If you can sell ice to an Eskimo, then you'll make some money. I've made $40 in three months. I'm not better, nor do I feel taken advantage of. Geez, people act like MLMs waterboard you into becoming a consultant. Grow the F up. Except they like said the full word. Take responsibility for what you spend your money on and read their earnings, which are public. 
The picture on this or the previous post wasn't smuggled across some dangerous terrain to be revealed here on an Arbon subreddit. Stay out of your feelings and take responsibility for yourself. And then another person named Carrie responded and said, oh my gosh, you're full of it. The main requisite of a pyramid scheme is recruiting. Arbonne has received numerous warnings from the Federal Trade Commission for behaving like a pyramid scheme. They were slapped with a $150 million lawsuit and had to pay out several consultants. My mom has been in Arbonne as an ERVP. I think that's something regional vice president. What is the enterprise? I don't know. For 15 years. My aunt has been an ENVP national vice president for 16. They got it while the getting was good and still don't make that much. My mom brought in $8,000 in 2019. The company is predatory AF and you're an idiot for blaming the individual, not the industry. Do shut up. Okay. First of all, Carrie, your comment was a little mean telling them to shut up, but I can't say that I hate your comment because I 1000% agree with pretty much everything you just said. So you go, Carrie. You're awesome. Okay. So the Nikki responds and says, ha 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 ha. Seriously, you don't think you should take responsibility for your decisions. You knew all of this, meaning it is public knowledge. If believing that one should do some research before, before paying $49 to get a discount and sell some products is being full of it, then it would be referring to, then you would be referring to, then it you would be referring to as knowledge. Free, easily found knowledge. People are so wound up these days. If you need to go off on this post, then so be it. That says a lot more about you than it does me. <laughs> Bro, why do these Arbon consultants get so bent out of shape? This is just ridiculous. Okay, so a girl with the username Arbon Babe. That should tell you all you need to know right there. She put, hi, I joined Arbonne with the exact same thoughts you had. I've worked in the oil and gas industry for over four years now. With COVID, it has been the most stressful. I wanted to take control of something and Arbonne has given me that opportunity. You sound like a smart and hardworking person. I don't doubt you would be successful. That isn't a fake compliment either. I truly believe people entering the business with the mindset of wanting a new career. Oh, wait, I think I already read this one. I think I read this in part one. Okay, so let's move on. There's a post in the Arbonne subreddit and it says, I just lost a friend of 20 years because of Arbonne. Let's read this. The post goes on to say, my friend is struggling over the pandemic. She has had to move back in with her parents in her 40s. It sucks and I wish I could help, but I'm really just scraping by myself. So she sends me a text out of the blue. We haven't kept in contact in the last couple of months, which is normal for us, asking if I would be willing to help support her new side gig. I asked her what it was, and she said that she's a new Arbonne independent consultant. After doing some quick research, it became clear that it was an MLM and that she's being taken advantage of in her desperation. I tried to explain to her that I don't participate in any MLMs as I feel that they are unethical business models which take advantage of people. She was livid. She accused me of not being a supportive friend and was passive aggressive for the short remainder of our text conversation. Thanks MLMs for losing me a valued friendship of 20 plus years. The things are at best unethical and at the worst teach people to view their friends and family as commodities to be exploited for theoretical personal gain. So first of all, 100% you hit the nail right on the head as do many people in this subreddit, surprisingly. Um, yeah, I have had the exact same thing happen to me. There was a really good friend of mine and her and I are the same way we would, you know, we might not see each other for like a year. And when we did see each other, if I, you know, she works at like a, um, 
retail store that is not very close by my house, but occasionally I will go to that store because it is the closest of that type of store in my area. So occasionally I'll go to that store and sometimes when I go, I'll see her and you know, it might be like a really long time and, and we'll just catch up like old times. And we'll be like, oh my gosh, how are you? You know, we, we pick things right up. But there was a time that this girl actually came to me and, um, you know, it's out of the blue. She's like, hey, how are you? And I was like, oh, hey, it's so nice to hear from you. Like, you know, I've known her since probably, I don't know, eight years. Wow, that's crazy. Eight years I've known this girl. And at the time it was probably more like five or six years. Anyway, she came to me one day, messaged me out of the blue and I was so happy to hear from her. And what does she do? She tries to sell me MLM products. And I just told her I was busy, I couldn't make it, and uh, she ended up leaving that MLM. And another year or so goes by, and uh, guess what? Same thing happens again. She hits me up out of nowhere, and I knew she left that other MLM, so I was like, okay, well, she ain't trying to do that, I guess. And, and yeah, lo and behold, she had joined a different MLM and was trying to sell me that as well. So it was kind of a bummer. You know, it just, it felt like she was just kind of using me, and, and I'm over here, like, I would love to actually, like, go to dinner sometime or hang out or have a conversation and, you know, not just be used for the money that you need or want for me to sell something that I don't really want. So another person in this comment section to the original post about how they lost a friend of 20 years, this person says, I don't, I don't really know, like, if I can give them a nickname for their username, because their username doesn't really make sense. It starts with an H, so we'll just call this person... Henry. So Henry says, whoa, this is my story too. Best friends for 20 years, except I started college two years ago and she joined Arbonne. She said, we're both into new onto new careers. I hate that she has chosen this path and quit being my friend for this group. While we both work hard to better our families, she's going to be stuck in a cult. Good luck. So then OP says, same to you, friend. Then... Another person says, LOL, and OP says, what is funny about this post? Um, and then another person named, their username is just like Shovel something. Um, Shovel says, you'll find more sympathy and understanding at anti-MLM. And then Shovel says, I'm really sorry this happened to you. It can be a shock to lose a close friend when they hear that you can't support them, support something that is very important to them in the moment. But you probably did the right thing. You could stall for a while, but as she gets farther in, it could take over more and more of her life so you can't avoid talking about it any further she'd annoy you with social media posts granting your grading grading granting i don't know what word that is something your opinion of her in some ways drifting apart would be inevitable hopefully when she comes out on the other side you can reconnect assuming that's something you'll want op said I left Facebook in January because it was getting nasty and bad for my mental health. Thanks for your reply. Hopefully she makes her way out of it and we can rekindle our friendship. I just can't listen to it. It's like washing a car wreck in slow motion. And then another person comments, this is the dumbest SHIT I have ever heard. Life is an MLM. Good for your friend for trying something new. That is one thing that a lot of MLM huns love to peddle. They're like, life is an MLM. In the United States, I've, I've literally heard them say this. You guys, I've literally heard them say this. They're like, in the United States, we have a president at the top. And then we have like Congress and stuff below that. And then below them are like all of us. So like, light. The United States is a pyramid. The United States is a pyramid. And then they say stuff like, at a major corporation, you have the CEO at the top. Okay. And then below them, you have like executives. And then below them, you have all your workers and your managers. And then below them, you have even more workers. And so your company, you're literally in an MLM. 
it's like, okay, comparing an organizational structure to compensation, like the way that compensation works when it comes to earning commissions. I mean, like, like generally the higher up, you know, a hierarchical, I can, I can never say this word, hierarch, hierarchical, a triangle structure, organizational structure, generally the closer to the top, you're going to be making more money, but it's not typically, it's not commission, it's not based on you recruiting and it's not commission based. And they'll be like, oh, well, you, you obviously like need to recruit workers and, you know, but again, workers typically have a salary. They are being salaried. I can agree to work for $10, $100, $50 an hour, whatever it is. Okay. And I am guaranteed that pay. And maybe I'll make commissions on top of it. Maybe I won't. But in an MLM, you are not guaranteed anything. You don't get a 401k. You don't get benefits. You don't get health insurance. You don't get anything. Okay. Most people in MLMs will end up losing money. If that was not the case, if, if the majority of people that joined MLMs made money, if it was 94% of people that joined them were going to make money, I wouldn't be rallying against them. If, if people were genuinely successful in them, it wouldn't have such a high turnover rate. If people genuinely were successful in them, the anti-MLM community would be significantly smaller. It's not that, it's not that like in theory, MLMs are bad. It's that in practice, the failure rate is so high. I mean, you could argue in theory, they're pretty bad because they are, but you get my point. Like, like if, if, if the results of joining an MLM were better and, and there were better outlooks and better outcomes, the anti-MLM community would not be what it is today. There would really, I mean, there wouldn't be a reason to have an anti-MLM community, right? Okay, let's read one more post because I'm running up on almost 20 minutes and I kind of want to play a video game because I've been recording this my third episode today. <laughs> okay, so this one says, interested in Arbon. Hi, my name is Danielle. And I'm a new independent consultant for Arbonne. I wanted to reach more people in my, I wanted to reach more people than my inner circle because I truly believe in this product and I encourage as many people to try it before assuming. Then she has a photo of a bunch of fizz sticks and she puts, most have heard about our fizz sticks or seen them before. Trust me, they're our best seller for a reason. I used to be an everyday Starbucks drinker, never thinking I could get over coffee, but I can honestly say that I've been able to cut those lattes out of my budget since trying Arbonne Fist Sticks. I have many RN friends that drink them during shifts because it allows them to get the benefits of caffeine without, and more, without the shakes, coffee, and drinks can. Also, I use them for a pre-workout boost. Who doesn't love a multitasking product? Our Fist Sticks come in citrus, strawberry, pomegranate with limited flavors every summer. All you have to do is add water. They temporarily help promote alertness and help reduce fatigue with ginseng, B vitamins, VOQ10, and naturally derived caffeine from guarana and green tea, green tea to boost energy. If you're interested in trying Arbonne products or start a new business with the most supportive team members, please reach out. However, I know some of you want to shop products on their own or know what they want to try. So I've included my shop link below for you to shop hassle-free. I'd love to hear your feedback and talk about Arbon careers, peace and love. So let's go ahead and click on this person's shop. This post was made about a year ago. Um, let's see if their shop's still active or if they left Arbon. Okay. So it actually, the link appears to be not working, which indicates that this person, Danielle, is no longer with Arbon. And this post was made one year ago, created December 5th, Nope, that was when the, the community was made. Um, it was created August 22nd, 2020. 
So a little over a year ago, and she is already no longer a consultant. Interesting, why is Adobe Creative Cloud sending me notifications? Please stop. Okay, so another person, the shovel person I mentioned earlier, and they actually got a gold star, a gold award for this. It says, hi, Danielle. I can't tell you, I can tell you're excited about Arbonne's products, but as you consider a career with the company, please consider that the vast majority of Arbonne representatives either lose money or at best break even. Do yourself a favor and keep an Excel spreadsheet to track all of your income and expenses with the company, along with the time you put into this effort. Take a look at the end of the year and reevaluate if being a representative is worth your time. And then he's, this person sends a link um, to the finance guy and says, quote, according to this table, 62% of Arbonne consultants averaged less than $1,000 in commission in 2017. That is before we consider that those people had to purchase products to earn that commission. It's quite possible that most Arbonne consultants lost money in 2017. As we continue to read through the text, things only got worse. We learned that the, ta- that the table only included 27,300 US consultants who earned commission in 2017. In other words, of U.S. Arbonne consultants earned absolutely nothing in 2017, end quote. So Arbonne Babe, who, oh, Arbonne Babe was actually the original poster and I actually mentioned Arbonne Babe earlier. She says, I appreciate your feedback and we'll definitely take it into consideration. So this is really good for Arbonne Babe. I mean, it seems like Arbonne Babe no longer, uh, you know, Danielle no longer um, is part of Arbonne. You know, it seems like, seems like she, her link doesn't even work anymore. Um, So, so that's good. And the nice thing is, is that she seemed very receptive to feedback. Um, So when, when this person, this shovel person, you know, posted these resources and said like, please closely track your finances so you can see if it's actually worth it. The fact that she responded, like, I appreciate your feedback and we'll definitely take this into consideration. I love that. I really wish that all Arbonne consultants would would respond like that and act this way because there's really no reason to be mean or defensive. And, you know, it's, it's okay to like do research because the problem is a lot of these Arbonne people, they're like, no, cut unsupportive people out of your life you know, you don't, we don't have place for that kind of negativity in our lives. Like, no, being practical and telling you that you're literally going to lose money when you can't afford to, that's not being negative. It's just telling you the truth. And just because you don't want to accept that does not mean that we are lying. (laughs) Okay. Another person has a link to John Oliver's explanation of MLMs on YouTube. And let's read one more comment and then I'll just wrap this episode up. Um, it says, One person says, Arbonne is a pyramid scheme, and I'm so sorry you got sucked in. Please know that you will lose money in this scheme, and so will anyone you sucker in. Please visit our anti-MLM. They have lots of helpful information about this pyramid scheme and others. Another person said, I know that said that was going to be the last comment, but this is going to be the last comment. It says, go to college. There are one to eight year programs that will fit any budget. My friend is a vet tech, got her degree in 18 months, and is making $30,000 a year working part-time and has to be a mom. Arbonne takes so much more of your time and money. I thought I wasn't smart enough for college, but I am. Went back as a mom of four and you were smarter than you think too. Minimum wage is $8 an hour. How much is Arbonne paying you? Question mark. Um, yeah. So I think college, you know, my, my personal thoughts on that, if anyone cares. Um, so I went to college. I, I have two bachelor's degrees and a master's degree and I have a couple certificates and stuff. Um, my advice is look at college as an investment. And 
treat it that way. I think so many people go to college thinking like, I'm gonna go just because I have to. And when I'm out, like I'm just gonna have an automatic job and it doesn't work that way. Um, I think that if you are very driven and very motivated in life and in, you know, pursuing something you're passionate about, I think you're going to do well. And, you know, regardless of whether or not you go to college, I think college will definitely make your life easier, assuming you're not drowning in student loan debt, right? Like, I think it was Susie Orman said something along the lines of like, don't take out more student loan debt than what you're expected to make on your first year on the job. So for example, if you're expected to be making $70,000 as, you know, a mechanical engineer, if that's like the average salary, don't take out more than $70,000 in student loans and you'll be okay. Um, So yeah, I would just say like, look up maybe the average or or sorry, the starting pay, not the average, the starting pay. Look up the starting pay for the job you want. Let's say it's, I don't know, a museum curator. And let's say their average or the the average starting pay is $45,000 a year. I don't actually know what it is. Then don't take out more than $45,000 in student loans. And Susie Orman says you'll be okay. At least that's what I thought she said years ago when I, when I heard that advice. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think that there are people that I know who have gone to college um, and those people are doing pretty well and they're very motivated. So I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, just just finding what works for you. So, you know, going to college isn't always the answer. Um, I think you need to be good at what you're doing too. And obviously, like, some things are going to come more naturally to, to people than... to uh, Some things are going to come more naturally than other things. Like, you know, for my dad, like, he's an engineer And that kind of stuff comes much easier to him, but he, you know, can't draw for, for anything. Like he can't draw at all. Like he could go through art school and, you know, like he could nail a test on, you know, the hist, you know, he could memorize like the history of art and do really well on a test. But when it comes to like actually drawing something, he couldn't do it. Like he, he, he can't do that. So it's like, find something you're good at, find something that's going to, help you provide for yourself in life and like follow that, you know, if you want to be a fitness influencer, go to school for nutrition, um, you know, get a certificate, become a certified dietitian or whatever you need to do. And, you know, start, start a YouTube channel, start posting on Instagram, you know, be an influencer. I don't know, but you don't need to join a pyramid scheme to, you know, to, to try and make money if you chose not to go to college. Um, or if, or if you simply can't afford college, you know, I think it's important to you to, to always like get a job where your employer will help with college. When I was working, I was working at a retail store back in the day and I actually was working there full time while I was going to college because after I was working for a certain number of months full time, they offered to pay for like several thousand dollars in my college education. And so then I ended up actually getting a job at a different company who offered to pay for 100% of my education. So a lot of the education, the three degrees that I have, I would say about like 60 to 70% of that was paid for by an employer. And like, I still have student loans and stuff for the for the other bits of it. And there's also like tax stuff you gotta like worry about when employers pay for education, which don't even like get me started on that. Don't even get me started on that. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, finding an employer, That'll help pay for your college. I think Walmart will help pay for college. They're, I think they'll pay for online degrees to the University of Florida. I think like certain degrees like supply chain management and stuff. When I looked into it last, I believe Taco Bell. I believe Taco Bell will help 
pay for college education. I think McDonald's might as well. Um, I know Best Buy will give you some money or, or rather they'll reimburse you. And they also have, um, I think, some kind of partnership with some university in Colorado, although I don't know if it's a for-profit school or not, and I would personally stay away from those. Um, but anyway, there's lots of good options, and I'm rambling, but um, yeah. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. This is going to be my last episode that I recorded for today. So um, yeah, I want to focus on some other MLMs soon, not just Arbon. I know that's like my go-to. Hopefully I can explore like the Monate subreddit next and maybe like Beachbody. And we'll see because, because the Arbon one, remember, is like predominantly about anti-MLM stuff. Like there's a lot of anti-MLMers on here. So I'm really curious to see if Monate and if Beachbody and Color Street and all these other ones are the same way. So with that, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to check me out on YouTube at uh, Just Unfiltered. Just search that. Um, and then my Instagram is at Just Unfiltered Pod and my Twitter is at Unfiltered underscore Just. Thank you guys. Bye.